0: Hallelujah. hallelujah 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 how are you all doing today blessed, blessed and highly favored amen. amen 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 so as usual we will start with a uh, reflection what we learn the previous week, Amen. Amen. Who will go first,
1: <laughs> Doctor Farling? I'll go first. All right. So last week, last week Tuesday, we you continuously spoke on Joseph's dream, and so what I got from that because. You know, with when, when Joseph got a dream, he would tell his brothers, but his brothers would rebuke him. Um, and you said how re- rebuke is another word to say like, oh, be quiet, like to keep quiet and like to shut up. Basically, you don't wanna hear what the person has to say. And so um, you also brought up children and how this connects to how when children at a young age they will say something to their parents and their parents will neglect them and be ignorant when when since god loves children he uses children as an outlet to get his word across of like saying hey you shouldn't do this or hey be careful or you should go to this person but many don't want to take time to listen to what children actually have to say and so it's basically like then it's like adults begin to despise like children so it's very important to listen to The younger ones, the the children and the youth that you're around. And I also learned when it comes to dreams and when it comes to visions and revelations, you have to, once they are being repeated, you have to be vigilant and attentive and go back to God and ask him, What are you trying to show me? Because many times we have dreams, we have visions, and we don't take the time to go back to God and ask him, what are you trying to show me? And and then once he gives you um, the instructions, then you know how to go about um, the dream and what to do afterwards. And also you spoke about how some people don't want to accept the truth. And when they hear the truth, um, we have to also examine ourselves and also allow the truth to help us to fulfill our life and destiny. So whenever we hear the truth, many of times we don't like to hear it because the truth is very hard to accept. But when we actually hear something that when when someone says something that you don't like to hear, but you know that it's good for you, at some point or time, you will take it in and digest and say, oh, they are right and everything, because that's what the truth is. It's what is right. And if whenever you are lying to yourself, you're denying the fact that of the matter. So it's very important for us to actually open up and realize that the truth is very important because it can lead us and guide us into our life and help us in every area of our life. And I learned that to bow down means to submit, it means to worship and give respect. And also when it comes to bowing down, we have to humble ourselves and have humility and give honor to someone and get to give honor unto God. Many of us, and I would say like those in my generation, especially like for the younger teens, because like so we're so into like say the world, like we we know that we're in church, but we're not fully open to like bowing down. But actually when you actually submit yourself to God, it feels so much better because you're not restricting yourself anymore. And you're allowing yourself to actually be, you are allowing yourself to be submissive onto God. And therefore you're also having humility. So this stuck out to me because it's very important for us as for me, as a youth, as a seed to actually bow down and actually submit more unto God and humble myself and have more humility. Um, I also learned that when it comes to the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus will only work for those who are willing and ready to work and walk with God. So it is very important that, that we check ourselves, check our spirit, body, mind, and soul, and heart. And so if there's anything that is that may be hindering us from actually working and walking with, a, with a God, then we have to pray about it and we have to strip ourselves from those things or entities so that we will be able to be in alignment with the word of God so that the blood of Jesus can actually wash us and cover us um, and that's what I learned man Ooh, shall we <laughs> clap
0: yay oh, thank you very much yeah. thank you uh-huh. who's next please i go, Dr. Pauline. All right. So uh, last week, um, you said a lot of times God is speaking and we are we're rebuking him. You know, because uh, when women and men of God give us a word from the Lord, you know, and we, we don't want to hear it because we believe they're talking too much, you know, and, you know, they should shut up. We do not realize that It's not them themselves we're telling to shut up, but we are telling God to shut up. We don't want to hear from him. We just want the miracle, but we don't want to hear what he has to say. We refuse to listen. We refuse to examine the message that is coming to us. A lot of times when, you know, we get, um, you know, like when revelation is given to us, some of us get very angry. We get upset. Some people walk away from church because of the revelation that, you know, they received instead of, running to God, you know, and asking God to help, you know, we run, you know, they run away from God by running out of church. When we are hearing the truth, we need to examine the truth and assimilate uh, the truth. You know, as I said last week, uh, most of us, you know, we are from different culture. We are from different walks of life. We have our own culture in our own country. But when we come to America, we have to assimilate. You know, we have to, we adopt you know, something, we don't give up our culture totally, but we have to, you know, adopt, you know, some things, you know, that we learn, you know, in this country. And it's, you know, it's the same thing, you know, like in church, you know, like some of us come with our different belief system, you know, based on what we learn, you know, from when we were younger, from our parents. But then, you know, as we come and we are listening to this teaching here, you know, from you, Dr. Pauline. You, know, you know, as we read our Bible and we go along and we get to understand the word of God, we you know, it causes to let go. We hold on to something, but we let go of what we know, you know, is not right, it's not good, it's not what of God. Uh, you said to bow down is to submit. And there's a a, a repetition of the dream uh for uh for Joseph, where you know he keeps telling his brothers that you know, and it's even his father that the you know they were bowing down to him and they rebuke him because of that. You know, rebuking means shut up, stop talking, you know, don't tell me that because, you know, they felt that because he was so young and having that kind of dream, you know, who was he to be having that kind of dream? Who was he, you know, or who is he that they should bow down to him? And you use yourself as an example where you said when you were younger, um, the things that you were saying, you know you would get rebuke from your parents or you know sometimes you know maybe even a slap they would say shut up where you get that from who tell you to talk like that but they didn't know that you know the lord was was using you you know because they didn't know that the prophetic mantle was on you from that age you know so you was rebuke so bow down is another word for veneration and it means to honor to respect to bow down is another meaning of submission it also means to humble yourself and give respect to people in authority. It means to salute. And as Christians, we need to reverence Jehovah God. And when we, when we you know, like uh, submit ourselves, we honoring God. You know, for example, you you know, you gave another example when you said when we admire someone, we want to do or want to give a token of admiration. When we stand during Bible reading in church or during prayer, we are acknowledging God as the supreme ruler and controller of our destiny. When we look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there's a repetition of the words. Forgiveness, you also said, you know, like uh like, you know, for example, if we, you know, choose to carry your bags or you know, somebody that you honor, if you, you know, you 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 just want to show a token. You know of uh, you know um you just want to give a token so sometimes you would just want to carry their bag or just do something extra special for that person uh he said when we we look at the bible from genesis to revelation there's a repetition of the word and uh forgiveness cannot happen without submission so if we do not humble ourselves we cannot we can't get forgiveness Submission is not a, a, a relating in, in our life. We must come to a place where we are ready to submit. God will continue to repeat dreams and vision to us, you know, until we until we get it, until we get the understanding of it. So you're, you're you, you know, you encourage us that when there's a repetition of dreams and vision, you know. We should either, you know, talk to someone like you, Dr. Pauline, who would help us to understand it better or ask God to give us a scripture that will help us to understand it better or a word, you know, or something that will help us to understand what he's saying to us. When we have recurring dream, God is calling our attention to something that will happen in our lives. When the Lord is ready to examine us, we will not fail we at times don't know what is happening around us. And that's a perfect example of, of when God was having a conversation with the devil regarding uh, Job. Job didn't know that God was conversing with the devil regarding him. So, you know, sometimes what is happening around us, we don't know. Because we do not know what God is doing in our life. We's not, we do not know what God is doing for us. So we need to fast and pray and ask the Lord to give us understanding recurrent dream have meaning and must be analyzed revelation comes to guide us so we must be conscious of how we handle revelation joseph was disliked he was hated joseph went through the fire of god the trials is calling you know when god is getting ready to use us and you use yourself one more time you know when you talk about the prophetic uh, calling on your life you know, you said a lot of us, you know, might see you, you know, in your upper, you know, when you're ministering and they might want what you have or they might think they have what you have, but they don't know what you go through to get what you have. You use a person as an example where you said uh, you gave a prophecy to a, a pastor in a church where you told him that he had uh, a Benny anointing and he don't know what Benny Hinn went through, but immediately just went to his head and he just start, you know, acting out. Uh, like you were supposed to be there for, for uh, five days and all of a sudden he, take, he took it down to one day, be, you know, because whatever was prophesied to him got to his head. So, you know, uh, we have to be careful of, you know, like when we receive prophecy, you know, you know, sometimes when we receive prophecy, you so say we have to run to God because especially uh, if we have a prophetic calling on our life, you, you said it come with a lot of rejection. Today, you are still rejected, you said, because, you know, people, you know, don't talk to you or people, you know, will hide away from you or they might not want to hear what you have to say to them because you tell the truth. So whoever, whatever assignment the Lord has called you to, you will be tried. Joseph Bredging were not sincere. You said, Satan will tempt tempt us and God will try us. For 22 years, Joseph went into suffering. We must respect one another. We must be submissive to the truth. We must look at the character of Joseph. Joseph remained humble even in trial. We must be careful because God is a covenant-keeping God. We are in this Bible study, uh, uh, and it is to prepare us. Without submissiveness, we cannot repent. Without forgiveness, we cannot repent. Without repentance, we cannot walk into our destiny. So we have to be, you know, submissive. And, and as you said, when we are going to our trial, it's not for us to, you know, um, run away from it. But we have to call on God for help. Because when we are going to, uh, to our trial, we do not want to fail. You know, and when we get words of prophecy, we we have to humble ourselves. You know, regardless of how you know promising it sound, regardless of how look good it, it it look, we have to humble ourselves because you use the word you know, and it's a biblical um passage that pride goes before destruction. So we have to learn to humble ourselves so we do not destroy ourselves and we do not eject ourselves from our destiny or destroy you know our 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 nullify God plan. And its purpose for our lives, and I'll just stop there. Dr. polly Amen. Shall we? Shall we appreciate Evangelist Sarah? Hallelujah. How many people are on the line? Mm. Everybody's mute. No. Oh, mute yourself when it comes to doing something together. All right. Mm. All those who have muted yourself, unmute oh, yourself. When I start teaching, then you 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 mute yourself. But for now, we have to be able to participate in the reflection. Amen? Amen. Amen. Can we have one more reflection, please? One more reflection, please. Everybody's on mute. Wow. Is it a Bible studies or a disco? Everybody's that's blackboard.
2: Can we just unmute ourselves for now? Um, I was not here last week, but the week before last week, I can give my reflection if that's okay. Yes, please, go on.
0: Unmute so yourself. Unmute yourself. Unmute <laughs> yourself.
2: What well, I learned from um, garden of wisdom last week was that um, the word of God is what we need to is what we need to be like Christ, um, to be like Jesus, because it, it carries fruit and it carries a lot of things that are good to nurture us. And also Jesus describes the word of God as the bread of life and we cannot live without it. um Also, like I can relate that in my life like I was one, one time my mom you know I was fasting and she asked me, "Are you gonna eat the Bible?" And I was like, then after later on, I realized that the Word of God is the bread of life. so yes, I'm gonna eat the Bible. I'm gonna eat the scriptures because it's it's also living it, it's also living water because the Holy Spirit is living water. He's the Word of God. like in the beginning, there was the word, and the word was it was with God, and the Word was God. So yes, the word of God is the bread and also the living water in that case, um, especially when fasting. Also I learned that a submission. Um, we have to be submiss- submissive to the word of God, meaning that we have to listen to the word and also apply it onto our lives. Like the same way um, Angelique Sister Angelique said that um, sometimes it may be hard to hear the truth. You don't wanna hear it, but later on, like you will be submissive, submissive, and and he, submissive, and hear it. And when you hear it, later on you will realize, like, wow, this word actually is was good for me. Like you will see it in the light instead of seeing in the darkness, or in the glance of your own eyes, but in the eyes of God. Um. Also, I learned that pride goes before destruction. This one, Doctor Paulin always talks about pride, and it. Even when she was speaking about forgiveness, she always talked about pride, because sometimes pride makes us think that we are right, and the other person is in the wrong, but we are also in the wrong for not even forgiving the other person who's in the wrong, because if you forgive, you will be forgiven, because God has already forgiven us. What, What is that that you're holding on to that you can't forgive, even though it may be hard? God's command it says forgive and as I said you have to be submissive to the word um to the word of God also I learned that Joseph's brother had pride um um, and also I learned that if you hear a prophecy if you hear prophecies or prophecy that you are going to be great oh you're going to do this and that you have to humble yourself you can't you know and you can't you know Um, start doing things and telling people I feel like sometimes you have to humble yourself and if you're telling people like Jesus told prophecies um, but there's a way he handled it he didn't handle himself you know he, he he studied the word of God he was still living a righteous life he didn't go crazy because they said he was gonna be great he didn't carry himself like you know like he, he like he was already in heaven sitting on the right hand of the Father. No, he humbled himself down on this earth, knowing that his reward will be great. But he encouraged himself like, "Oh, my name is Jesus. I am the Son of God." No, his character spoke for him. Even people may even see that you are gonna be someone something someone great without you even telling them. But definitely, just good to humble yourself. Um even when you tell, like, you have to humble yourself, and you don't even have to tell people, but you still have to humble yourself. Um, Also, I learned that um, we all need uh, a heart of forgiveness, a heart that forgives, because forgiveness, you can just, you can go to hell for for unforgiveness. That means forgiveness is a lot, it holds a lot of power, because it's it's an issue dealing with the heart and forgiveness can even create diseases, bitterness, from bitterness, to road diseases physically. So um, that's what I learned from last week's um, Garden of Wisdom, just about submission, reverence of the word of God, and also fearing God and also being humble. Thank you, Dr. Paulin. Thank you so much. Shall we appreciate
0: this, so Vivian? All
2: right. All
0: right. Okay, so let's make our declarations before we go on. Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom for the Gathering of Wisdom Bible studies. The Garden of Wisdom is a place where we discover and dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us on the path of righteousness to fulfill our divine destiny. Please repeat after me. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. To gather wisdom.
1: To gather wisdom.
0: To drink from the well of wisdom. To from the well of wisdom. To receive instruction. To receive instruction. Direction. And guidance. And guidance. According to the plan and purpose that the Lord has predestined for my life. That the Lord, Lord, has, predestined the Lord has predestined for my
1: life.
0: I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. all in Jesus' name. I receive, I receive it all, all, in all in Jesus' name. name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you all for the beautiful reflection given. And I hope that those who have not been given reflection, it will be your turn today to give reflection. Amen. 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 All right. Amen. Um, today we are continuing with our studies on forgiveness. We focus on the life of Joseph. And today I want us to see the impact of reverence in dreams or revelations. The impact of reverencing yourself, submitting yourself in dreams or revelation. Now we have learned that in in the various dreams that Joseph received, there was a very, very important Repetition of an action that has to do with bowing down, that has to do with submission, that has to do with respect, honor, and so in the in the first recorded dreams, it say that all uh, Joseph's sheep were standing, and all other sheep were bowing down. And what is that? Sheaf represents grains, it represents wealth, it represents uh, 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 agricultural prosperity, all right? And if you will notice when Jesus came, Jesus will always use agricultural uh, 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 activities to explain the word of God. And Jesus referred to himself as two agricultural uh, uh, products. One, he presented himself as a lamb, okay? The lamb is a baby sheep, okay? And then he presented himself as the bread of life. Bread is made out of grains. And Joseph said, all ships were together and every sheep bowed to him." Now, when we are looking at the dreams of Joseph, we will realize that there are common, common incidents, common acts, common factors. So in our own lives, whatever dream we have, let us start recording our dreams and we are going to do an exercise where you are going to look at some of the dreams that you had when you were between age five and 12. Then you are going to look at the kind of dreams or thoughts that were coming to you between age 15, and 21 then those who are above 21 you're gonna be examining their kind of thoughts their kind of dreams their kind of burdens are you writing down is yeah. everybody writing i'm not going to repeat this again so you better write down this is what you may let me know those who are really serious with the teaching, those who just put on the Zoom and they are gone and they are sleeping, I will know. (laughs) And for those who are above 21, you're gonna be looking at what kind of burden constantly comes upon your shoulder, your chest, Sometimes you feel like you're carrying a burden on your shoulder or on your chest, and sometimes some thoughts comes to you and your heart starts pounding. You know, between the age of 22 and the age of 32, there is a kind of burden that comes to you. There is a kind of you know feelings that causes your heart to pound. And when you go into prayer, sometimes there is this thing that comes to you that you're thinking, how am I gonna manage my destiny? What is my destiny? Where am I going? How am I gonna fulfill this? What kind of a job am I gonna be doing? All right? So we wanna examine the kind of dreams that we do have. So there is daydreaming, there is night dreaming, There is uh, 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 um, there, are, there, there are different kinds of dreams, okay? Aspiration is a dream. Desire is a dream. Hope is a dream. When you close your eyes to sleep, it's a dream. When you are quiet and you are meditating on the word of God, you start dreaming you start seeing some movies, you start seeing some visions. And so we wanna examine all that. And so between now and next Tuesday, I need you to start from now, be thinking, the thinking. And you would say, what about those who are 32 and above? Yeah. So you have the combination of what you were thinking of when you were a, a child, Uh, between age 4 and 12, and then what started coming to you when you were in high school? What was your aspirations when your aunties were getting married, your uncles were getting married, or they were riding in cars, you know, when people around you are making progress? How do you feel? What thoughts come to your mind? What is the burden that comes upon your heart? And what do you start thinking and feeling? And uh, uh, what do you start planning for your lives? So if you are uh, 32 years and above, up to age 70, 80, 90, uh, you have to examine those things to ask yourself, what did I desire in my life? And what am I doing today? What did I dream of doing in life? And what have I been opportune to do? And what have I not been able to do? It's very important that you know know what your life has been, the challenges of the times and seasons that has affected you. You want to be able to put your life in a place where you don't feel rejected. You don't feel like uh, nobody cares for you. You don't feel like God did not answer your prayer. and you don't feel like, oh, uh, I fasted or I did not know the meaning of fasting. And so these are things that are necessary for us to enter into the realm of forgiveness. A lot of people uh, become unforgiving and are finding difficult to forgive themselves because of what they didn't know how to do and what they did wrong because they had wrong influence in their lives. They had people who uh, 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 advised them selfishly, okay? Sometimes uh, the people that uh, uh, we trust have messed us up. The people that we thought uh, loved us did not know how to help us and did not know how to advise us. And so we have ended up in a funny situation. And also sometimes our parents did not know better than we do. And sometimes we have parents who are envious and jealous, uh, parents who compete with us, siblings who compete with us, family members who compete with us. And so we end up uh, feeling dilapidated, depressed, or oppressed, confused, and frustrated in our lives, and we do feel rejected. And so, you know, Joseph was receiving great message from the Lord. He was being shown his destiny, he was being shown where he would be going and where he will be. But then there were hindrances that were in his immediate partners, his immediate uh, roommates, house, house. Housemates, okay, immediate family members, okay, they were all playing the roles of uh, 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 haters of destiny, uh, suppressors and oppressors of destiny, uh, 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 destruct, the, 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 the destroyers of destiny. They were all in this environment. So, this is where we need a focus. If we don't have a focus, we wouldn't know where we're going. You know, it's not about somebody telling us where we're going, but what about us? What do we want to do with our revelations, our dreams, our aspirations, our objectives, our studies, you know? Uh, I remember that uh, when I was young, I so much wanted to be a medical doctor and be an uh, 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 optician, all right? I would read books about... uh, the body part, the eyes, everything. But that wasn't the lost purpose for me, all right? So I so much fell in love with health science. I'll be reading about the causes of sicknesses and diseases and looking for solutions. And, you know, I had this great aspiration until I realized that with that, a, 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 a good memory in mathematics and ability to solve mathematical problems, I can't be a medical doctor. But I thank God that today the Lord is still using me to solve problems, all right? I am a spiritual doctor and by God's grace, with my PhD in communication, I am still doing what the Lord wants me to do. So uh, because at that age, I didn't know that there are different types of doctors. So when I was hearing doctor and I was seeing myself as a doctor, I limited it to medical doctors field all right but as time goes on i began to realize that hey the lord has called me to be a type of a doctor okay spiritual surgery is a doctoral activity okay you have to diagnose the problem in order to bring out solution for the people who need counseling, the people who are spiritually bound, the people who are in captivity, the people who are in bondage, the people who suffer mysterious sicknesses and diseases. We need to go into prayer and begin to look into the realms of the spirit to diagnose the problems in order to give the people solution. And so sometimes as children, we don't understand the kind of revelation that we are seeing. That is why I gave you the various categories of ages, of what we used to see, what we used to dream about, what we used to feel. And if we don't have good mentors in our lives, in those days, they might not call it mentoring, but they call it counselors and advisors. But today, we have found a good word for it, mentoring. If you don't have a good mentor in your life, you wouldn't know what to do with your life, with your hope, with your aspirations, with your dreams, with your expectation. You know, Joseph did not have a mentor to say, hey, this revelation means for you to go into prayer. But one thing was happening. His father was teaching him the word. His father was guiding him somehow. So in the rebuke that his father was giving him, his father was also preparing him when he made him Coats of many colors, which represented United Nations, which represented each and every nation of the world. And today, when you look at the Jewish race, they are in every race. They are involved in every security of nations. They are involved in every aspect of uh, 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 wealth, all right? They are great farmers, all right? They are great, great people in their knowledge, in their, in their in the dispensation of of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And that was all connected with the dreams that Joseph was having. So what am I talking about today? That the reverence we give to God in the dreams that we have is very important. If we don't respect the word of God, we wouldn't know what to do with with the dreams that we have. Joseph was a dreamer. So the anointing of dreaming was upon Joseph. The wisdom of dreaming was with Joseph. The knowledge of dreaming was with Joseph. The understanding of dreaming was with Joseph. So now let's look at how Joseph managed the dreams that he had and how the Lord will now use them to have the wisdom of interpretation because he has been through it. Now, I would also want you to see something about Joseph, all right? Because the Lord is going to be using Joseph in the realms of dreaming, manifestation of dreaming or manifestation, excuse me, of dreams. You see, Joseph kept having dreams. So now look at yourself. What is that particular dream that you haven't had? What is that burden that is continually being laid on your heart? What is that thought that fills your mind? What is the kind of conversation that goes in between your heart and your mind? You do have conversation of the mind. You do have conversation of the hearts, and you do have conversation that goes on between your mind and the heart. Okay, and whenever you are about to make a decision, you see that is when conversation of the mind and the hearts goes together in taking a decision, in making a decision, in reasoning over a matter that you wanna, you 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 wanna uh, you wanna you wanna uh, 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 examine, okay? You wanna make a a decision over. That decision brings you into a place of reasoning, all right? And the reasoning is for you to deduce the importance of your decision and the weaknesses and the strength that to come out of the decision that you are making. That is when conversation of the mind takes place. And then as you are thinking, in your mind, your heart, if you have the word of God, your heart will be dragging you into what the word of God says, what God is saying, how God said it. And whatever God says to you must have a composition of the written word of God. You see, God does not speak outside his word. His word is a legal authority that he has given to us. And so we have to make sure that the word of God that we read, that we study, as we are doing now, we are studying the word of God regarding dreams and revelations. So here we, uh, the previous week, we looked at the, uh, the first dream of Joseph. The, and that sentence said, Joseph had more dreams, okay? He dreamed more dreams. That means that these two dreams that were related were not the only dreams that Joseph had. He had been having dreams, but the two important dreams that were recorded in in, in Genesis chapter 37 meant that these two dreams look so much alike and in all these two dreams, there was bowing down. There there, there was a bowing down, there was a reverence, there was a submission, there was a, a, a veneration and, you know, it, it it puts these things together, which means humility. The totality is in all that Joseph was saying, there is a need to worship God. There is a need to fear God. And there is a need to humble oneself. Okay? Because if you don't humble yourself in the midst of the revelations that you are having, you will be out of the kingdom of heaven. And you will be You'll be copulating with the kingdom of, 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 of Satan, all right? So you got to make sure that when God speaks to you, you need to humble yourself. When God speaks to you, you need to humble yourself. Because if you don't humble yourself, you will be missing something great in your life. So it is very very important that when God is giving you a revelation when the Lord is showing you something that he want to do with you around you you must humble yourself because out of these dreams Joseph learned to fear God the more Joseph learned to be submissive he learned to be humble he learned To make sure that he respects the people in his environment. And he learned to wait upon the Lord for miracles, signs, and wonders. So here, let's look at something that Joseph dream would do. God was using the dreams to train Joseph. So look at your life. What's the Lord using to train you? What's the Lord using to raise you up? What is the kind of burden that is coming to you? How are things been done in your life and around you? It's very important that you start seeing the word of God in manifestation in your life and environment. Because if you don't see the word of God in your dreams and you can't bring your word, the word of God into where you'll be able to rightly divide the word of truth, you will just find out that you will be proud for nothing. Oh, God says he's going to use me and the Lord showed me this and the Lord showed me that. But you are missing because the word of God is not applicable to your life. Where is humility? Where is the fear of God? Where is the application? You know, there was a time that I needed to go through Various times of trial because I had a burden to pray for patience. The burden to pray for patience is not an easy joke. You'll be tried on the left-hand side, on the right-hand side, in front of you, at your back, and at the center of your life. Wherever you go, people will keep trying you. People will keep saying things to you. And all you need is keep your mouth shut and patiently wait for the Lord to fight your battles, for the Lord to take you through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, when you see yourself on top of a mountain, don't start jubilating and priding yourself. Look, there was this woman that once came to me and was uh, relating some events to me. And then I asked her, I said, do you have a son that is fair in completion? He said, yes, that is my prophet. And this woman kept carrying on and would not even let me finish what I was about to tell her. And this woman carried on and talked and talked and talked and boasted with the boy. And then he said, I'm going to bring that boy to... Uh, to the meeting, then I used to go to a prayer meeting in uh, uh, with Mama Pauline in Brooklyn. Said, I'm gonna bring that guy there and you're gonna see how that guy is gonna be giving revelations to everybody and da, 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 and she went on. He didn't, she didn't come with a boy the first time. We used to meet on Tuesdays. She didn't come for a long time. Then one day she came, and I said, I've been waiting for your boy to come and give us some prophecies, as you have said. And then when I said that, I was told that boy was in prison, and he was just coming out of prison. So all the time the mother was blocking me from talking, the guy the mother was boasting about was in prison. For what? For stealing and raping. That's the boy the mother was boasting of. He did not only steal. If he was stealing, he would say, oh, they lied on him. He did not steal. What about raping? Did somebody lie on him? And they tested him and they found his sperm in the girl. So, because he was a minor, (laughs) they let him go. And I learned whether he was on parole or some kind of uh, 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 guide. All right? So, (laughs) you know the funny thing? While I was asking for him, he was in prison. When he came out and he brought him, we were told to pray for him so that he would would be given leniency not to go back to prison. You see, sometimes some parents are very, very confused. No matter the prophecy that a child has received, that they're going to be great, there is a trial waiting. There is a challenge waiting. And the way we raise our children, we should stop boasting with them. And boasting about it. We had to be careful because anytime we start boasting, we are setting a trap over their lives. Anytime we start boasting, we are telling the enemy that, hey, try this guy, just like it was the case of Job. You know, Satan went to the Lord and uh, was ready to try Job, you know. And uh, the Lord said, have you considered my son my servant, Job, and Satan said, having to build a hedge around him, then the next time, uh, 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 Mr. Satan was trying Job. This is what we face. When we start priding ourselves and giving our children false protection instead of divine protection, pray for the child, rebuke the child, Correct the child. We were told that Jacob rebuked Joseph. Rebuking did not kill Joseph. It did not. But I'm try- I I, I-, I want to say that the rebuke was part of the discipline that Joseph needed to receive because he was dreaming big, big time. And now listen to how his dream will be manifested. One. He was dreaming that he was great. Everybody was worshiping him. But how would the people worship him? He had to go through the valley. First of all, his brothers hated him. Secondly, they stripped him of the garments that his father made to elevate him that he was going to be unconsciously. His father was raising him to be the prime minister of the whole world the Secretary General of United Nations. And the father was preparing him unconsciously that that is a prophetic word that Abraham received, Isaac received and came to heal Jacob and now it was sent for Joseph to receive it. In the preparation of going through the valley of the shadow of death, his brethren decided to kill him. And then, in the process of wanting to kill him, Judah rescued him. Uh, yeah, Reuben rescued him, and instead, he was thrown into the pit to die. Then the Ishmaelites, who are relatives, step 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 brothers of 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 of, of the Israelites, <laughs> the Midianites were the children of Keturah. One of the women that had relationship with Abraham. All right. Now they came and they rescued Joseph from the pits. Your family members could be used to rescue you from the pits. And then after the Ishmael, after the, yeah, the 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 Midianites sorry the after the Midianites rescued him, the children of Keturah rescued. Uh, 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 Joseph from the pit, now they sold Joseph to another <laughs> another family member, the Ishmaelites, who were also children of Abraham. So you can see that the sin of betrayal goes around families. The sin of rejection goes around families. The sin of hatred, rejection, oppression, suppression, all goes around family members—step brothers, step sisters, cousins, nephews, nieces. That is why we must make sure that we pray for everybody in our family. We fast and pray for them. We put them on the altar. We sow seed for their. For for, for the fear of God to enter into them. Because the Midianites were children of Abraham. The Israelites were children of Abraham. But Isaac was the chosen, the anointed, the appointed to carry the seed of salvation. So you can see the kind of valley that Joseph went through. Rejection and betrayal and slaveriness, sold into slavery. And then the the, the Israelites also sold him to potify Pharaoh's house, Pharaoh's family. And then this would be part of the manifestation of the dream. He only saw the good part of the dream. He didn't see the challenging part of the dream. But the challenging part of the dream is the valley. Here though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. So during the time of Joseph going through the pit, the, the slavery, becoming a houseboy, a slave in the house of Potiphar, it was all preparation, and then from there he went into prison. And that prison is the is the place of connectivity. Okay, is the place where the whole world will be connected to him. Okay, the leaders of the nation of 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 Egypt will be connected to him. The officials of of of, of Pharaoh house will be connected to him. Sometimes. When God allows you to go into a kind of a prison, a type of a prison, it is because your elevation is close by. It's because your elevation is nearby. But you have to go and serve. So Joseph was taken to prison for his final examination, his final trial, his final challenges to be polished. When your child is being rebuked, Don't get mad because that child has to go through a type of a challenge. I am still going through a kind of a challenge now. I know my promotion is near, that is why I'm in the valley currently. I don't know what you are going through at the moment, but you might be going through something that is leading to your mountain, the top of the hill, the top of the mountain, okay? So, we must understand the fact that a big prophecy needs a big challenge, a deep valley in life. A deep valley, yes, you have to protect your children, but don't show them away from being rebuked, from being corrected, otherwise, to be destroying their destiny without trial. Nobody can become great in life. Everybody has a trial. Everybody will tell you where they started from, where they were tried, and how they came to where they are. Listen to a lot of great men, read their books. At a point in my life, I was compelled to read books of great men, biographies and autobiographies to learn how people became great, you know? When we are in school, we read about how uh, the, uh, the first president of, of a prime uh, the first prime minister of Ghana, uh, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah went through trials, okay? His challenges, okay? As a shoe shoeshine boy, okay? As somebody who worked in the meat factory collecting, you know, all this uh, stuff, all right? And then one day he will become the president of the whole nation, all right? So everybody that is the president today has a beginning. If you read the biography of of Obama, he tells the story of how he was driving a rickety car that uh, the car could hardly move so fast, all right? And then he became a president. And you would want your child or your son or your daughter to become a president of a nation. Do you know the trial of Obama? You know, And you will know that Obama was not raised in the palace. He was not born in the palace. He went to trial. Everybody, you know, Michelle Obama told the story of how his father went to work and his mother was raising them at home and the pennies were counted. All right, great men will tell you they did not become great in a day. So when we examine our dreams, like I have given the various categories of the dreams that you have to start examining from the age of four to the age of 12, all right? And for boys at the age of eight, that is when they really steal their world, all right? And uh, even young girls from the age of four or five, you will start seeing who they will become what the kind of toys they like to play with, the kind of people they mimic, the kind of way they behave, the things they say. From the age of four, when they start talking, they become talkative as they, between the age of four and five. They say everything about their dreams and aspirations. And with the parents who say, you talk too much, will you shut up? But this child is just relating his life, his, death, his or her life is of a destiny telling us what I wanna be, what I'm gonna be, what I am desiring, what I came down from earth from heaven with. Okay? This is my assignment on earth. And when they are talking, we don't understand. And we slap their mouth like my mouth was beaten several times. I am glad I still have some mouth and my teeth were all not broken up. <laughs> the rebuke I suffered. All right, the rebuke, the rebuke, the correction, the beatings, the stripes. Okay, and then one day, you know, uh, when I read about Jesus receiving the stripes, when my mother is beating me, I say, "Yes, like Jesus, I'm also receiving my stripes, and by the uh, uh, and by his stripes we are healed." All right, and when I say that, my mom gets more angrier. That's why am I quoting the scripture for her when she's Whipping me and disciplining me. And I thank God that the Lord used the king to drive away stubbornness from me. And I became very humble and feared the Lord. You know, so when God wants to use you, that is the area of rebuke and correction that you will continue to receive, you'll be receiving. So Joseph had continuous rebuke over the very revelation that was revealing his destiny, his future, all right? And that was why, by the time he was taken to the prison, Joseph had interpretation for other people. He was familiar with dreams. He understood dreams. He recognized the language of dreams. He was able to tell the people in prison what their dreams meant. And he was able to tell them listen, you are the butler, you are the baker, and this is what your dreams meant. And you know, just like, oh my goodness, Nesip would do word-for-word interpretation with the baker, all right? You remember that uh, in the first part of uh, of Joseph's dream, the, the grain, the baker uses the grain to bake, Okay. The wheat and different kinds of grains give us different kinds of bakery bakery food, all right? And look at it, his first job was about the sheep and the sheep represents different types of grains. And this man was going to be oppressing and suppressing Joseph because Joseph was going to use the grain to bring wealth upon the nation of Egypt and the whole world, was going to come to Joseph to come and buy corn, grains. (laughs) Glory be to God. So because Joseph had been dreaming about grains, By the time the king of of Egypt was dreaming about grace, thou has to do with the dream that Joseph had in Genesis 37. Let me read it. Let me read it. Genesis 37. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Ah, God is so sweet. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. You see, he said in Genesis 37, verse 5, And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren. And they hated him yet the more, yet the more. All right, yet the more they hated him. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field sheaves in the field, grains in the field, corn in the field, rice in the field, wheat in the field. And lo, my sheep arose and also stood upright, upright, righteous, in your trial, in your challenges. Are you upright or you are boasting? feeling that, oh, God showed me I'm going to be a president of the nation. Pride will not help you. So look at your dreams and begin to humble yourself so that your dreams will bring you to a place of manifestation. Like it's happened in the case of Joseph. So you see the baker was brought into prison because of the various Mistakes he was making that he would have done something to relegate to disqualify Joseph. So he now had to submit to that same Joseph. Meeting Joseph in the prison, and Joseph was not the one taking care of him. Who is who who are you going to be? And who is God opening the door for you to say? I remembered one of my pastors. I had the instruction to go to my pastor's house to be sweeping her house, family, the family's house to take care of the family to go and do all kinds of jobs before I go to work in the morning. I was then a journalist and I had to be serving this family, serving this family. I heard the Lord clearly. He said, go and serve that family because one day people will serve you. Never discourage yourself, your son, your daughter, from serving where they need to serve because if Joseph never had a dream, he would not have been able to be connected to leaders who will be dreaming and will need interpretation. The purpose of his dream was not only to promote him to become a prime minister, but that to be able to interpret the word of God, interpret. I wasn't a dreamer per se, but anytime I had a dream, I spoke it and I was beaten and I stopped dreaming. Then when I went to high school, I was in the boarding house. I will have a dream and go tell it to the principal or the, 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 the house mistress because it had to do with the students. And the, uh, we had a funny house mistress. She would tell the senior girls what I saw and whatnot, and they would all hate me and dislike me for the dreams. Just like Joseph, I went through it. God will not use a vessel that has not been prepared. So when your child is being rebuked and corrected, don't withdraw from church. Don't make me your enemy. Don't make the person who is sharing your enemy. Don't make the teacher of the word your enemy. Don't make the leader your enemy. Thank you. Don't make those who are are being used to break, to melt, to mold your enemy because you don't know tomorrow. You don't know tomorrow. You don't know tomorrow. So Joseph was connected to dreams and dreamers. God used the dream to prepare him. And by interpreting the dream, of the baker, oh my goodness, he was able to take up that assignment, and the baker was removed so that he could prosper in the environment where he was going to be, the great man that serves the whole nation. So what is your dream? What is your revelation? Like I said, write them down. There will be a time, and very soon, I want to finish some of the teaching on 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 understanding dreams so then i will ask people to share what are you seeing what was your dream that you have been dreaming that you don't understand and what are the things happening in your life today you know if you've been dreaming that you're going to be a prayer warrior and you are not in prayer you, you don't attend prayer meeting to to, to and when they are looking for people to lead, you are not there to lead, how are you gonna be prepared to take your destiny? So we all got to be conscious of the fact that whatever we do, we, we are connecting what we are doing to our destiny, positively or negatively. Sometimes it is very painful when people are being rebuked and corrected either secretly or openly. But remember, Joseph was rebuked. He was corrected by his very father. And yet, he was going to be the prime minister of the whole world. Let us learn to receive correction. Let us learn to be submissive. Let us learn to fear God. And be careful who influences your life who guides you, who instructs you, who directs you, who is your mentor, what do they say? Do do they criticize other people when they are mentoring you? Do they condemn other people? Do they cause you to run away from correction? Be careful what you hear. Be careful how you respond to correction so that the Lord will deliver all of us from evil amen? amen 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 yes only two people are listening to me so when i say amen i'm not hearing anybody else amen okay any question
2: unmute yourself please um dr paul this is baby and i have a question Right. My All question right. is: You talked about how we're not to, you know, to boast about our dreams. You know, if you're going to, if you're going through trial, but what if you use your dream as motivation in your trial? Is that okay, or is it still considered as boasting?
0: It is how you use it. If um, you say something like, I know the Lord is with me. I know this trial is for a purpose. That is more wisdom. But if you now start saying, oh, I know the Lord has said I'm going to be great. So whatever you guys do to me. Okay, that would be putting yourself where you might not be able to handle the situation. I have seen people who boasted and today they are no more. I have seen people who boasted and today they are not even close to God because they couldn't handle the trial. When you boast, you are putting yourself in the place of God. When you humble yourself, you keep quiet. You see, uh, 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 when uh, uh, Mary was told that uh, uh, she'll be pregnant the Holy, through the Holy Ghost, she didn't go around boasting. Don't you know who I am? I am I'm carrying Jesus. Hey, I am carrying the saber. No. Rather, she went into hiding. She went into hiding. That means that if she didn't hide herself, and the Bible says she hid herself in the mountains. Because it's not easy for you to carry the purpose of God. The enemy will try you until he, he, he hints you down. So sharing your testimony must be carefully worded. And not priding yourself. Am I making sense? Yes, Dr. Paul, I said everybody should unmute themselves. Otherwise, you know, you're making me feel like, uh, who am I talking to? Everybody, unmute yourself. It's interactive session. Engineer, can you unmute everybody for me? So I know I'm communicating with people who are alive and awake. All right. Yeah. Vivian, have
2: I answered you? Yes, Dr. Pauline. I was writing it down, so that's why I had to come and unmute myself. Okay, but you
0: don't have to unmute yourself if you're talking to me. Okay. All right, thank you. Everybody thank you. should be should, should unmute themselves now because we are interacting now. Because, um, Dr. Pauline... Yes. because because I learned I learned the hard way um with the, with what you're saying because um there was a there is a person that um is into the occultic but I didn't I didn't know that person was into the occultic so we were just having a um we were having a conversation and I was uh sharing you know there was a person that was into the occultic and um You know, I was, you know, I was just, you know, saying it, not realizing that, you know, I was not, I was, you know, it was done, you know, in pride, which it wasn't my intention anyway, but I was saying that that person was in the occultic, you know, and I prayed and that person before, when I invited her to church would sit on the sidewalk. And then I said, you know, I I continue praying until that person, you know, start, you know, is uh, become a Christian, that person got saved. So, the person that I was saying it to that's in the occultic took you know offense to that, and yes they they use that as an opportunity to to you know to frustrate me so yes, I understand what you're saying because you know even though i um it was my intention you know you know I wasn't doing it you know pridefully, you know but um that person used that against me, so I understand you know what you're saying you know we ourselves. Yeah, thank you for sharing that testimony. You know, uh, when we are in the uh, public place like workplaces and schools and so on, and uh, we are trying to share a testimony, we need to be a little bit careful of the language and the weddings. For instance, in this, around this season, that I am saying that uh, uh, Christianity in America is gonna be under great persecution. And uh, our children that are Christians in schools are going to face a lot of persecution. And so uh, we have to be very careful that we teach our children to be very humble and we ourselves must be humble. There are people that we would think we have the same uh, Christian faith with, and we think we are sharing, but they are in double dealings. They go to church, but at the same time, they are involved in the occultic because of seeking protection and seeking power. So uh, when you want to use the term those in the occultic, you have to be very careful you may say that those who don't believe in what you believe, okay? But don't use the term occultic because they know themselves, especially now that uh, witchcraft is being considered religion, a type of religion. So when you use the term occultic, they would want to go against you. So the best thing to say, to to use, I'm not saying it's the best, but the wise to say those who don't believe in the Christian way or those who don't believe in the word of God, the Holy Bible. So when you use the terminology, those who don't believe in the Holy Bible, those who don't believe in the word of God, obviously you are either in or out. You are either in the positive or the negative. You are either walking in righteousness or walking in darkness. You are either uh, uh, connected to uh, the, the, the voodoo world or you are connected to uh, the righteous world. So these are various uh, languages that uh, we have to ask God for wisdom to know when to use the term occultic and when to use the term Bible believers. Yes, Dr. Pauline. All right. Thank So, you. Uh, Sister Vivian, are you getting it? Yes. All right. Any other question? Okay, if no questions, then let's do a reflection before we go. We need at least two or three reflections.
1: Dr. Pauline, I'll give my reflection.
0: Okay, Coco.
1: (laughs) So I learned that sheep represent grains, wealth, and agricultural prosperity. And you said how... For example, Jesus, he was he's the lamb of God, and that's an example of agricultural prosperity and how he is the bread of life, how the word, it causes us to, and it causes us and helps us to grow. So that means it's also a grain because in order us, for us to grow physically, we need to eat well. And by us eating well spiritually, we're taking in the word of God. And I also learned that because of some in because some individuals are negatively influenced in life, they don't know how to forgive and they don't know how to show love. And that's a good point because many, um, many who come from different backgrounds or a background that wasn't um, used to showing love, they don't know how to show love and they don't know how to be vulnerable or submissive to others and acknowledge their wrongs because they may have seen their mother or their father act a certain way so they begin to portray that character trait so it's very important that we surround ourselves with negative influence with positive positive influencers and not the negative because by us being around that in um by us being around that environment or surrounding us with those kind of people, we're corrupting our character and who God wants us to be. So it's very important for those who who are having a hard time with forgiving and showing others love. We show them um, who God is by having His character and showing Him, showing them that there is someone that loves you, and. Um, I also learned that when you make decisions, um, you also have to think, you have to think of the pros and cons because within decision-making there's, you also have to think of the weaknesses and the strengths of the the matter. So we have to be very um, vigilant and we have to pay attention when it when we ourselves make decisions because even though like God and Holy the Holy Spirit help us to make it in um decisions we also have to make sure that we don't so that we have to make sure that our that we don't use our flesh overly but we use our spirit more so that we are being led by the Holy Spirit and also if we don't humble ourselves, we won't make it into the kingdom of heaven, and when God speaks to you, when God speaks to us, we have to be humble, and we have to, we just have to, at those moments, because it goes back to the truth, we don't like to hear the truth, but you know, it goes back to who God is, he's He's a God who doesn't lie. So therefore he will tell you the truth. And whether you don't, whether if you like it or you don't like it, you have to follow because, you know, you have to be obedient. So we have to humble ourselves. And if we don't humble ourselves, then we will miss what God has in store for us. So it is very important that for those who aren't humble and have humility, that we ask God to help us to have those character traits so that we don't miss what he has in store for us and when god gives us a revelation uh, or a dream or wants to show us something he's showing us what he wants to do with us and around us and uh, When you must humble yourself because out of dreams, you can learn how to fear God more and be more submissive like Joseph. And I think that's a good point because many of us were just, we're just serving because our household is a Christian and we just, we just grew up to go to church without not knowing God for ourselves. So I think by our dreams and how we see God for ourselves and how God has proven himself in our lives we are able to fear him more and be more submissive and also when it comes to things such as that involves our destiny and our future we have to learn how to keep our mouth shut because you know everyone will laugh with you but they like everyone doesn't mean or want good for you, so you have to be. We have to very be. We have to be very wise when we are talking, so that, so that, um, so that, that so that the enemy at the end of the day won't be like, oh, she gave me a passageway to get in and everything. If you get what I mean, um and one thing lastly that i learned about is that the sin of betrayal and rejection and hatred goes around families so this is basically about prayer so if you notice things going on in your family just like in joseph's household how there was rejection and how there was hatred you have to also pray about it concerning your household because you don't want that those traits to um, harbor or like go around in circles con- concerning your bloodline or generation so it's very important that we pray for our family members to fear God and so that they will also know who God is for themselves and I learned that when God wants to use you, you will be corrected and rebuked. So it's very, it's just very important to that what with whatever we do for God, that along the way, that yes, we know that there will be challenges, but at the end of the day, as long as we have God on our side and we know how to take what man says, that's all that matters and we can continue on the race and uh, a vessel who is not prepared, so God will not use a vessel who is not, who has not been prepared, so this struck me hard, because it is important for us as children of God, even as we are his vessels, and that we actually take time to get into the word so that we are preparing ourselves, not only when we are going out on the daily and just saying Lord help me to put on the armor of God but also that we also not only put on the armor to wrestle against like the worldly aspects and everything but we also prepare ourselves to deal with man the characters of man so that our character is not corrupted and so that we are not taken off of the pathway that God has put us on and if he has or if we ourselves have taken ourselves off of that pathway we ask God to help us to get back on that track and help us to stay focused on that track. And that is what I learned. Amen.
0: Amen. Are you not appreciating her? (laughs) Wow. Wow.
2: Good job, Coco. (laughs) Good (laughs) job.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Coco. We'll take the last one. The last one. And there we go.
2: Uh, and like probably like the last one if no one else wants to take it. Um what I learned today from the garden of wisdom. Um it was a lot and it was really good. So I'm really thankful. But the first thing I learned just that,
0: say a few things that uh you think Angelic has not touched
2: on. Yes, um, you talked about um stuck in t- types of dreams like I never knew even like going like meditating on the word of God and just resting your mind and just thinking, and then you fall into sleep. That can be called that can be you know that can start a dream. Or, oh, like uh, something very important like types of dream like daydream. Either you're sleeping at night or you fall asleep while meditating on the word of God. Um. Also, um, you said that you was you was not you was not a dreamer. Until later on in your life, which gave me motivation because I don't see myself as so many things. Like, I don't see myself like, you know, prophetic or like, I like when I was young, I never saw myself as a person who can even pray because I never knew what prayer was. Like, I knew like you, you pray, I knew the little baby prayers, but I didn't know what that power of prayer carried. I was, I didn't have knowledge and wisdom of these things. So I did not I never saw myself as anyone and no one really ever spoke into my life. Um, um life, basically speaking words of life into my life, like you know, you're this until I come to overcome this house. So when you said that that you was not a dreamer, it, motiv- it gave me um inspiration that you don't have to be a certain thing, but you can become a certain thing. Like how you are right now, if you didn't say that, I would have not known that she was not a dreamer. For me in my mind, I was like, Doctor Poland, like she was caught. You was caught of course, but like I didn't know it came after, you know, after um what's in your life when you got a little older. Um also um I learned today that the coat of many colors that Joseph Wall was a um cult representing the United um the um united nations like including all the nations in the world which really kind of buzzed in my mind even taking me back to the book on um to the book of genesis where noah um and the rainbow the rainbow the flood took place all over the whole earth and god made a promise to the whole world and him having a um a coat of many colors um, ties down to the United Nations, like all the nations in the world. And also that the dreams, um, um the dreams, um Joseph had um what dreams of wisdom, dreams of knowledge and anointing and understanding. Um Joseph was Joseph had knowledge of the dreams. He had the um wisdom, he had the anointing. He was anointed in that Pacific area. Same thing as Dr. Pauline. She can interpret dreams. She can do things the same, th- same way Joseph did that I, a young believer, can not do because even Angelique said it, you have to, you know, stay in the word of God because in no way God is going to use a vessel that's not prepared. Like, what is he putting out there? It's like giving someone food that is uncooked. It's not going to taste good and also can, you know, it can get someone sick so <laughs> so God can't just put a vessel that's not ready out there to give the word is gonna the, that vessel is gonna lead people into you know the road of destruction the Broadway. so um the last thing I'll talk about um would be that and when God gives you a, revel- a, a prophecy or something a revelation about your life or your destiny um Angelique talks about it like you know don't boast but like um when God gives you those things boosting is something you should prevent out of it because it shows that you're being prideful and also Dr. Paulin answered my question when I said like can you like use that um that um prophecy God has given you as a motivation like I'm gonna be great if you're going to going through trials and tribulation can you use that as a motivation and Dr. Paulin said no you you can use things that are, you know, honorable, that are good, like, you know, saying, God is with me, you know, the Lord said, be strong and courageous, instead of saying, I'm going to be great, I'm going to be great, da, 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 da. like, even, um, even Joshua himself, he quoted it, The um he called it be the God said be strong and courageous. He never said like you know we are the strongest um we're the strongest among the Philistines. We're this and this. He was not boastful, but though the Lord that God already spoken that He was gonna give them the land. But yes, the doctor probably answered my question of like boasting and how we should not boost I, boosting is not acceptable in any way or any term but also always use the word of god um as motivation because it's always good thank you dr paulin thank you
0: very much god bless you amen. amen 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 so thank you all for coming in let's pray for ourselves that the lessons we have learned to become applicable in our daily lives and endeavors Everybody pray for yourself for about two minutes. That the lesson that you have learned, that Joseph was trained in the realms of dreams. He had dreams that only showed the bad, the, the good parts of that he will he will enjoy in life, but didn't show him the challenges, the trials, the values that he will go through. But as the trials came on, he head on to what he has to become so we have to pray that okay. the trials of our promotion the trials that comes before promotion, the trials that comes before elevation the trials that comes before, that comes before we become what god wants us to become the trials that come before we we step into our destiny will not cause us to fail will not cause us to run away, will not cause us to abuse God and abuse ourselves, will not cause us to reject the word of God, because there is no mountain without a valley. And the valley is full of snakes and scorpions and dangerous animals and beasts, and you have to be able to overcome To step upon them and not be trampled and not be beaten by those animals, by by those beasts. You have to be strong. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you and we bless you because your word says, God reveals to redeem. Every kind of revelation that you bring to us, directly or indirectly, are meant to correct us and to straighten us to be broken, to be mo- melted and to be remolded into whom you, God, you are, and whom you say we should be. Father, we commit into your hands all those who are listening to us at this time on social media and every area of human death, human human environment. Jehovah God, we pray that people will learn, and they will be humble, and they will be simple and they will trust the Lord. And Father, that we will learn the meaning of forgiveness in all levels of human existence and in every aspect of our environment. That we'll learn that whether we like it or not, family members will interfere with us. Friends, relatives, whoever they are at our working places or at our schools, on the street, in our neighborhood, in our home. Everybody will have a time of trial and we all will have a time of uh, uh, making mistakes and stepping on each one another's toes. But in all the situations, oh God, let us remember that you are preparing us for a greater height. You are polishing us through those trials, those rebukes, those, those weeping that we get, ah Lord, we thank you that even the temptation that the enemy brings to us is a means of polishing for us to know how to overcome sin, how to overcome misbehaviors and unnecessary utterances that you, God, have not put in our mouth. Father, we thank you because we are learning of you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Reverend Alfi, any announcement before we share the grace? Okay. She's not there. All right. Um all I would say is that this Saturday we are resuming our monthly deliverance surgery. Deliverance spiritual surgery. So Saturday, two o'clock, please invite your friends and come two o'clock. Let's come together and minister to one another and break every yoke, every bondage, every curse and uh, be free from anything that is disturbing us as of now. And also uh, the leaders, remember that we will be at the retreat. From Thursday, uh, from Friday. Friday is only one night, Friday, and then Saturday we come back going straight into the deliverance surgery on Saturday. Okay, and then on Friday, we will also be on the prayer line. All right. We'll be on prayer line on Friday. God bless you, and let's share the grace together. The grace of, the of, grace God, of our Lord, Jesus, Lord Christ, Jesus Christ, the, the love of God, of, him, the of, God, the of God, and the sweetness of God, be with us now in the God, Amen. Amen. God, Surely, God, God. and forever. Amen. Surely, goodness and goodness are all the days of our life,
2: and we shall be adorned forever and ever. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Before we Amen. go, uh, let me say this to everybody. Everybody start praying against rape. Spiritual rape, physical rape, material rape, emotional rape, financial rape, academic rape, employment rape.
1: Mm-hmm. Rape
0: is where the enemy try to violate your life somehow, somehow. Violate your academic uh, endeavor, violate your job, violate you so that you not be able to prosper. So Mm -hmm. everybody pray against rape. That is what I'm getting. That there's going to be a great rape in the the American society. Mm -hmm. And we need to come against all manner of rape, not only sexual rape, but rape means deception. Okay, Mm -hmm. deception. So everybody get ready. And uh, for those who are far away, uh, I, I, I pray that my, my, my engineers will be available to, to open up the, uh, the, the Zoom so that everybody will be able to participate in Saturday. So try and fast for yourself Regarding this, I'm not declaring a fast again because you're already doing one hour fast a day. So, so just invoke it and pray for yourself that nobody will rape your destiny, nobody will steal your destiny, nobody will destroy you and your destiny. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So Saturday, don't forget, all right? And Friday, we pray over it on Friday. So that Saturday, the Lord will give us victory over the spirit of rape. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Go in peace and serve the Lord. We love you.
2: love you too.
0: Have a good night.